It's Thursday, November 13, 2014. It's amazing. It's kind of astounding. Nobody saw this coming. The United States and China entering reality and entering reality together. together. Historic climate deal with China. As the world's two largest economies, energy consumers and emitters of greenhouse gases, we have a special responsibility to lead the global effort against climate change. It's the deal Republicans said could never be done. We have agreed to push forward international climate change talks at the 2015 United Nations Climate Change Conference in Paris. And now hope breaks out for international climate treaty negotiations. But is the agreement just a sign that China has a hold on us? They're the big polluters. They're the big polluters, absolutely. Republicans freak out at home. By bringing them to a peak and committing them to... Uh, specific cuts. That is a major concession on their part. As scientists say, it's a start. All of those starts, hopes, realities, and agreements straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. If we have statements from the leaders in China, in India, and other countries saying under no circumstances are they going to accept any kind of mandatory reduction, what are we doing here? What you're doing there, Senator James Inhofe, is being wrong again. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, an absolutely huge environmental news week. We're going to focus on the historic agreement in China, but some breaking news as we go to air today. Former coal mine CEO Don Blankenship has reportedly been indicted over the Upper Big Branch coal mine explosion in West Virginia in 2010. That's the one that killed 29 miners. We will have more on that in our upcoming reports. An incredibly busy day. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. But we'll go on to the historic climate deal with China. After months of secret negotiations, President Obama and Chinese President Xi Jinping this week have agreed to reduce their country's emissions of dangerous greenhouse gases that cause global warming. I commend President Xi, his team, and the Chinese government for the commitment they are making to slow peak, and then reverse the course of China's carbon emissions. Today I can also announce that the United States has set a new goal of reducing our net greenhouse gas emissions by 26 to 28 percent below 2005 levels by the year 2025. That's twice the rate that the U.S. had committed to reducing emissions before. Now, China will peak their emissions by 2030 or sooner. They also committed to a goal of producing 20 percent of China's electricity from renewable sources by 2030. So we are going to further lower our emissions. And China, just to preempt the Republicans who are now saying that China doesn't have to do anything for 16 years. Here's Josh Fox, the director of Gasland, explaining how much China is going to have to do in the next 16 years. In, in 16 years, they're going to build an entire United States worth of, of non-carbon, non-fossil fuel power, which means, right, that we can do the same thing. So this is a huge commitment from China, even though Republicans are already saying oh, China doesn't have to do anything for 16 years. And White House science advisor, actual scientist John Holdren, explained why this is a big deal. China has never officially committed to peak at any particular date. Uh, but the idea of a joint announcement was to show the world that the two biggest emitters of greenhouse gases are now ready to lead in ambitious strategies to reduce those emissions. But make no mistake, this deal is not enough, scientists 
warn, to keep the world from overshooting the internationally agreed-upon limit of warming the planet no more than 2 degrees Celsius, that's 3.5 degrees Fahrenheit, by 2100 relative to pre-industrial levels. Much more remains to be done, according to Jamie Henn of 350.org. Now, the key test is whether or not the administration will also do what's necessary to keep fossil fuels on the ground and stop new dirty energy development. That would seem to be a veiled reference to the Keystone XL pipeline there. Now, China's new commitment eliminates Republicans' biggest excuse for blocking U.S. action on global warming. The one they've been repeating over and over again for years. China, India, all these countries that are still growing, they're not going to stop doing what they're doing. Climate policy that does not include massive energy consumers like China and India is essentially meaningless. We can't do it alone as one nation. It's only us doing it. Nobody else is doing this. I don't think we can control the emissions from China and India, nor do they have any desire to control. So the GOP was wrong, 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 and apparently wrong in regard to China. And they still want to be wrong because after the deal was announced, Republicans and their friends at Fox News found other reasons to complain. Is the agreement just a sign that China has a hold on us? They're the big polluters. They're the big polluters, absolutely. They are the, uh, you know, uh, producers of products to the world. And they will not turn off those factories. So basically the GOP response at this point is completely incoherent. They were completely wrong. Well, let's hope that they continue to be wrong as the world comes together to negotiate an international climate treaty in Paris in 2015. The agreement between the U.S. and China is certainly giving new hope to those negotiations for next year. Wow. For much more on that story and the ones we couldn't get to today, but hope to in the near future, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Turn this thing.